if I was telling someone to do it themselves at home, um, it's identifying what is magical and unique about you and then how do you bring it to the world? Welcome back to this week's episode of Be Bolder. This week, I am lucky enough to be joined by Mrs. Celine Krizan. And Celine and I talk on this episode all about personal branding. And we dig into being truly authentically you. We talk about being a little bit weird and strange because ultimately that's what sets us apart from everyone else, right? And we talk about just not giving a shit what other people are going to think about you when you decide to step into your personal brand and be truly, authentically, awesomely you. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. And as always, thanks for listening. Welcome back to this week's episode of Be Bolder, and I could not be more thrilled to be joined by one of my uh, favorite humans, Celine. Uh, Celine and I, we go back a little bit here, so I'm going to give you Celine's bio really quickly. Celine Cruzan is a PR marketing and content strategy specialist who has worked with startups and nonprofits all across different industry sectors. And she's a trained performer, bringing a, a unique perspective and innovative attitude to each team she works with. And she loves the bills. So full bio for Celine. She graduated from Niagara University, receiving a dual degree in theater performance and political science in 2013, which is almost 10 years ago now. What? (laughs) And graduated from the University of Buffalo MBA program in 2017. Currently, Celine works at Shea's Performing Arts Center, where she oversees the organization's PR and content strategy. Previously, she worked with yours truly at Launch New York and at M&T in their enterprise transformation office as an organizational change management analyst. Following her graduation from Niagara University, Celine was hired as a resident actor for the Charleston State, a leading regional theater in Charleston, South Carolina, where she performed regional theater at located down there. <laughs> and um, now, sorry, I'm reading this really quickly, but um, she performed on the main stage and taught theater education classes down there too. So as an MBA student, Celine was accepted in the Western New York Prosperity Fellowship Program and served in various leadership roles there too. She's extremely dedicated to the Western New York region in terms of economic and job development and giving other, others the opportunity to pursue their passion and develop that through the arts. So, Celine, thank you so much for joining me today. Lindsay, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited and honored and humbled to have you here because um, whether you know it or not, I really credit you with helping sort of develop and launch um, my personal brand. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm super grateful for you for a plethora of reasons that and you're just a wonderful human being. But I, you know, get a lot of questions every day about, you know, personal brand and stuff like that. So I kind of want to dig into that. But first and foremost, you know, tell me, 
in your words, a little bit about you and what moved you and what did I miss in terms of giving your background and bio? You were a amazing as always, Lindsay. And I think I think the best part about you and developing your brand is everything about you so authentic and so bold, right? So it's easy to sell someone who who knows who they are and is willing to be who they are. So I had to say that. And you said the University of Buffalo, which made me laugh because I'm like, it's like in Ohio. <laughs> I was like, very different, um, but still great places to go to school. Both great schools. Both great schools. <laughs> so look, you covered everything. I love I love everything about the arts. Bringing storytelling to my work is something that's been really unique and something that I've tried to dig into. And I think that's just so important for personal branding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, so we started back at uh, Launch New York a few years ago. Um, you know, I was there sort of managing their funding products and and you joined the team as the marketing specialist, the director of marketing, I believe was your was your title. And um, we really just threw you right in there and (laughs) had you uh, develop content and strategy. And so, you know, when you're thrown into a new role, well, first of all, tell us a little bit about that role. But then when you're thrown into a new role like that, how do you think about kind of grounding yourself and starting to think about developing strategy around telling the story, be it for an organization or for a human being? So, the, the best thing about Launch was getting to work with entrepreneurs and startups day in and day out and working with an unbelievable team like you and everybody on that team was so passionate and incredibly dedicated to what they were doing for this com- community across upstate. So that was that was easy to sell, right? We're doing great services. We're doing amazing things for startups. And it was a unique story. Specifically, you, Lindsay, you were always willing to jump in and be out there and be willing to help people, um, which always makes me interested. Um, I always look to you for that reason because you're just yeah. that guiding light. But also, I love your new perspective of earning my yes. So oh. that's I love that. So I think that's such an important part of what you what you do when you're in a new role. When you take on something new, you have to take in so much information and download so much, but also be willing to put your own stamp on it. So step outside of your comfort zone, share your expertise, make a change where it's needed, but not always make a change too fast. Yeah, I I love all of that. And I just, I have to laugh and I have to digress into this story for a hot second. So I think I knew you for a total of like one month's time. And we were running this massive event. And when I say we, I was never running these events. I was like showing up and we were, I know that was on time. Arriving on time. Yes. (laughs) At the right location. And, um, you know, you've been there for like a month. You're running this like huge LP event and we've got all of these companies there and they're doing their dog and pony show. And and you were still dating your now husband at the time, correct? And I have just met kind, sweet, wonderful John. John is a oh. wonderful man. He's very, he's he's hilarious. He's got some great videos on the internet. Uh, fine, John. Uh, <laughs> and poor John. I walked up to John, and I didn't really know you, but I liked you. You had a magic about you, and we were leaving with him the night, and I threatened to kill John. Yes. <laughs> And if if anything, like we're talking about branding, Lindsay, that was very on brand. Like that moment was very you. It was. And I just told him, I was like, look, if you break your heart, I'm going to kill you. 
And then I just turned around and walked away. And I think he's still afraid of me. I'm not sure. <laughs> Deadpan. And that was that was a beautiful moment. I'll never forget it. And and he didn't either, because guess what he did? He put a ring on it and married you. Exactly. <laughs> Here we are today, house and dog alike. I know. <laughs> and it's been one glorious year of marriage. So congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. you. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm just kind of curious, you know, as you start talking, going back to this personal branding thing and kind of how do you think about it? How do you storytell about it? You know, when you're thinking about trying to help storyteller, help build someone's personal brand, what are the things that you think about? Because I feel like I just, I would just say things to you like, hey, I have this feeling about X and you would just deliver on it. So how, how do you do that? I just, I, I just think it's such a unique skill and I don't even know how to totally describe it. So I'm hopeful that you in fact can to people okay. who are listening. <laughs> we'll see listeners at home. Let us know. Um, <laughs> So what I would say about personal branding, if I was telling someone to do it themselves at home, um, it's identifying what is magical and unique about you and then how do you bring it to the world. So it's this is something I did – actually, this three-step process is something I've done this year because I really want to be focused this year, um, and that's my theme of the year. So I did mm-hmm. – so – I first wrote down basically everything that people say about me. Like, what do people say? What do they think I'm good at? What do I think I'm good at? And then I crossed off the ones that were table stakes. Like, yes, I have a background in theater, so I should be creative, right? I have, I'm organized. You know, all of those things. That's table stakes. That's expected. And then finally, I pulled out the top three that I think are unique. So then, and when I look at someone like you or any other anyone else I'm working with, what are those unique attributes? But not only unique, but what are the values that they live by? And then how do you bring that to the market to get other people involved and interested? Interesting. Okay. And then, so once you get kind of people to kind of start to buy into that brand, then how do you really develop that even further or help these people develop that even further? How do you think about that? So it's it's living by your brand values. So it's saying, okay, what is authentically me? Mm-hmm. What what aligns with that that I should be doing? And then also, how do you step it up? So I think it's even making people feel comfortable with, even at the beginning, to step out and be that thought leader. Because each of us, in our own way, are influencers in some regard, right? So how do you get people to identify what they're influencing and who they're influencing it to? And especially when you're talking to entrepreneurs, they live so much by what they're what they're selling and what their company is doing. So it's making all of those pieces aligned because it just makes everything so much easier. If you and your business have similar brand values, you're going to take off and skyrocket because people want to do business with people they like and people they trust and people they understand and who are authentic. So I would say it's understanding you and then being willing to put yourself out there. Okay. So that's really interesting to me because I think there's a lot of people who maybe they understand themselves, but they're kind of afraid. Right. Because be yes. <laughs> um, it's not for everyone, right? Like, I mean, not every, like lots of people are told, hey, you're in this specific industry. You're supposed to dress this way and talk this way and act this way and whatever. And so when you're not that, or that's not authentically you, that can be a little bit challenging. So how do you get people comfortable with being maybe more authentic, particularly in a space that oftentimes tells them not to be? And I, I love that question because 
what what I like to tell people is you are your brand no matter what your job is. So mm-hmm. and I always for a long time I used to suppress me being having the theater background and a performer attitude because I thought people wouldn't take me seriously with that in a business startup world. But what I ended up finding out is that's really what made me unique and made me strange. And so even at when I was working at a bank, I would I would really bury that down and I'd wear my suits, but that just wasn't fully me. You know, like I'm wearing a black Navy suit. Um, (laughs) Yes. And and you just don't, you're not noticed. Right. And you know that too. Like you live in a world where you're asked to kind of fit in a box and you instead bring, you bring a table or you bring literally like a balloon somehow. You're like, how did you get a balloon here? But that's what is Lindsay, right? Like that's what makes us unique. So not being afraid of it. Yeah. And so what are... Say someone says, okay, I really want to develop my personal brand, but they're really terrified to bring the table or bring the balloon, right? (laughs) How do we, how do we think about like easing them into it to start to get them more comfortable with saying, hey, this isn't what the world maybe expects of me, but it's okay that I'm a little bit different. Like, do you have any tips for people around that? Yes. I would say first, make sure you know your values, like you said. So what is unique and strange about you? And slowly learning to accept it and bring it into your work. Slowly talking about it. That's that's how I brought theater back into my life and that performance attitude and feeling comfortable with it. I mm-hmm. talked about it with people. I talked about it with you and you, you told me, you're like, yeah, that's interesting. Like that makes you creative and different. Um, and also just be consistent. So just slowly start taking those steps towards consistency. So the easiest way to think about about your personal brand is what are you putting out on LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook? Does that align with who you are? Are you telling a good story about you and about what you do that you want other people to see? Interesting. So let's talk about social media here for, for a hot second. So you know, I always look at social media and I think about it sort of in terms of a uh, a triangle, right? Each part having its own voice. You know, my LinkedIn voice is not the same totally as my right. Instagram voice because, you know, on Instagram, I rarely wear shirts and mostly wear workout. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do that on LinkedIn. That's frowned upon. Um, and then, you know, there's like the Facebook voice, which is like slightly different. I mean, it's all still me, you know, it's right. just different audiences. So how do you start to think about helping people? craft their messages to different audiences, be it LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram, whatever it's going to be. I th- it's defining what are your objectives on each platform. So I agree with you on LinkedIn. My platform is more professional. I'm reaching a professional audience, but I'm thoughtful about what my call to action is on LinkedIn. So my call to action is I want people to comment. I want people to think of me when they think about storytelling, branding, or doing some creative marketing. That's my goal. Um, if I'm on Twitter, I'm doing a lot more marketing Twitter. I'm getting in there. But that, again, aligns with what I'm doing on LinkedIn. My Instagram and Facebook are personal pages. I don't think of them as professional pages per se. So I'm not using them in a professional tone. I'm using them in a more personal, like, hey, this is my husband and my dog, right? <laughs> and her dog is amazing. And you should follow his page on Instagram because he is a professional page, you know? He is good and an influencer. It is an he is an influencer, and he has a real voice on there. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> oh, he's the sweetest. Um, okay, so 
All right. We kind of talked about, okay, people are starting to think about, okay, well, here's some things that you need to do. Here's, you know, here's how you got to think about it. What do you say to the people if they start to get pushback within different organizations? Because, you know, when you start to step outside of the box a little bit, um, people don't always love that because sort of changing their paradigm or what they thought of someone. And so what do you think of, like, what do you tell people? And then how do you tell them to prepare for that? <laughs> and I would, and I also can I want to hear your answer to that, the question that you just asked me too, because you've lived it so much, so beautifully and really blossomed into living your brand. So mm-hmm. if I'm telling someone to, if they're getting that, starting to get that resistance, I think that's good because then you're weeding out the people that you're not looking to serve. That just gives you amazing feedback. And also look for the good. Like look for the people who are telling you, great job. I'll never forget, I started blogging again and I got a DM from a friend in college that I haven't talked to in like maybe five, like you said 10 years ago. How upsetting is that? Um, It's upsetting. Imagine being me. (laughs) Oh my God, Lindsay. (laughs) I have, I have not stepped on the lacrosse field in north of 15 years. So I just want you to drink that in for a minute. Good Lord in heaven. I have never stepped onto a lacrosse field. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I'm not cutting you off, right? <laughs> no, you're not. Please answer the question as well. Yeah. Um, I think it was an, it's interesting, right? Because uh, my sort of coming into my personal brand. I don't even know totally like how it happened or what happened. It's sort of like one day I woke up and I was like, yo, I'm changing my hair color. And when a girl changes her hair color, you know about some shit is about you know the truth. Right? <laughs> so, and, you know, I cut my hair, I changed my hair and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to be me. And mm-hmm. I actually didn't really, it was weird, but I, I can remember not actually caring what anyone else thought. I was like, this makes me happy and I'm amusing me by doing this right now because it is authentically Mm -hmm. who I am. And um, sure, I did get a lot of great feedback where people were like, oh my gosh, like I love that you've stepped into your light and I love that you've stepped up your game and all of those things. And I got a lot of people who didn't like it either, right? I got a lot of people who were like, you know, you're, you're putting yourself out there too much. Like you should be talking about the organization and and not about whatever you want to talk about. Now, let me be clear. The things that I was talking about were benefiting the organizations that I was with, right? Like, because right. I, I love venture. I love the law. You know, I love the intersection of those things. And so like everything that I was talking about was actually ultimately for the benefit of the organization. But I think some people can't always handle when someone's star sh- starts to shine really brightly. And I just mm-hmm. think that people forget that just because one star is shining brightly doesn't mean that another star can't also shine brightly. You know, yes. science tells us that all the stars can actually shine equally brightly and that's okay. <laughs> you know, And it doesn't matter um, that one is shining brightly. That doesn't impact the, the ability for the other to do the same. And, and I think I just had to get really comfortable with the fact that like, look, not everybody likes a bright star. And some people are, they prefer that you didn't be successful and they, that you didn't, you know, stand out or that you didn't grow into your own. And I basically said, fuck those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't need that in my life anymore. So um, that was a lot of growing pains, though, because there's a lot of things that you got to work through and fight through and a lot of arguments you got to have. And 
I mean, I'm glad now looking back that I did it. But you know, when you're in the throes of that, that is a painful thing. You know, if you really want to have your own brand and you want it to be you and you want to have your own voice, like you've got to be prepared to deal with the heat that comes with that too, in my opinion. And I think it's also realizing how many people live out of fear, right? Like you're afraid of stepping out of like that beautiful, comfortable little circle that you are amazing at, right? But just stepping out, taking that risk and rather like exactly like you're saying, like you don't want people to shine brightly because you're just not comfortable. You can't even see that area where they're even going. Mm -hmm. So it's being willing to, to push against it, exactly what you said, and also being willing to push against your own thoughts because you yeah. do deserve it. Like there's such that fear even of yourself holding you back. A hundred percent. I mean, I think one of our biggest ceilings is the ceiling that we establish for ourselves each and every mm-hmm. day, right? And, you know, if you say, hey, I want to achieve A and B and C with my personal brand or whatever the hell my life goals are or whatever it's going to be, you have to make sure that you're willing and ready to bust through that ceiling that you created for yourself because we all do it. I do it. I mean, I spend tons of time saying like, why are you saying you can't do this, Lindsay? Like, this is nonsense. <laughs> you know? It's just crazy. It's so crazy. So anyway, um, so is there anything that you would point to if people are trying to think about, hey, I'm, I'm wanting to build my personal brand, develop my personal brand, or I don't even know where to get started. Is there any source or, you know, something online that you would tell them, hey, go look at this, or here's a test that you could take? Is there anything that you think about like that? So there are a lot of resources online. Um, actually, specifically, Christine Gritmond, she has a brand talk every week on Twitter, mm-hmm. and she does a Facebook Live talk just about personal branding every Friday. So I'll make sure I, I give her a shout out and tag her in this podcast. But oh, she's wow. someone I think of as a huge thought leader in this space. Um, there's also Social Media Examiner. They talk a lot about building your personal brand on social media. So there's some great blogs there that I can even send you for the podcast notes. But it's just searching because people everywhere, we just have such an opportunity right now in the world we live in to create and be our own best selves, build our reputations, be that influencer that we are. Even if you're not, you know, posting selfies on Instagram and getting paid, you're still an influencer in your own right. So you can seek out those resources to help you. Awesome. Okay, cool. And I will say this, what should I have asked you about personal brand that I didn't? Wow, that's amazing. I would say... The most, I would say the most important thing about personal branding is being authentic. So I can't hit that home enough. I think being willing to be you and be bold is the most important thing. I love it. And I love when people are bold. <laughs> I, I heard that the name of this podcast. Yeah. It, it, there's this podcast out there. Have you heard about it? it? Well, this this was uh, wonderful. So, Celine, thank you so much for your time here today. And, you know, I can't – if you've listened to this here and you're thinking about developing your personal brand and how do you do it, like I cannot encourage you enough to, you know, follow Celine on LinkedIn and other social media outlets and just kind of hear what she has to say and, and really think about being authentically you. And don't be afraid to be authentically you because – Look, there's already plenty of other people that are them out there. We need you to be you. (laughs) So, Celine, thank you so much for your time here today. I appreciate it as always. And I look forward to doing absolutely amazing things with you in the very near future. Ditto, Lindsay. You're the best.
Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review if you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Insta at BeBolderCast or visit our blog at TheBolderLife.com. If you have questions or suggestions for me, leave me a message at 614-706-6693. 